you're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Shelf space. Right. Shit together and they bundle shit and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. They had a bunch of like essential stuff for eight bucks. Essentials? Yeah. Uh, like 300 page black and white reprints of old comics. They, they pull the color out of the comics. Cool. It's printed on newsprint. Right. Just, just to like chuck them out. But, yeah, but well, it'll, you read it'll them. run through like, yeah, like, like 25 comics. Right. I've, I've tons and tons of them. I know if I came home. I always wanted to read the, the Phoenix Saga. I never read any of the Phoenix Saga books. We lived together for so long, and I never fucking... No, I, I think, do, I think you, do you have it Essentials, or you might actually have it? I have it Essentials. I have it in the like the, the Dark Phoenix Saga trade paperback. Yeah. I feel like that's I a got, whole, I got right? it like when I was 10. Yeah. It was a gift from my aunt and uncle. And it is the thing that made me from a, a 5-year-old to reading comics to like a, a 10, 11-year-old that was into comics. Phoenix Saga? From then on. Nice. Right, like... I was like, yeah, I like comics when I was a kid. They were around when I was a kid. And when I read the Phoenix Saga, I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. As a little this kid... 97! Yeah, here we are. As a little <laughs> kid, I used to, I used to like, bike to Captain Q to buy, to buy stuff. From the West Island? Oh, no, there was the West Island. There was the West Island. There was the West Island one. And it was always like... I had, all of my money went to Dungeons & Dragons. All of it. Second edition. I bought You'd be so like, many. I have a $20 bill, and I could buy these six comics... 20 comics. One book. 20 but comics. Fucking back. Or I could go away and come back next week with a $40, and then I could buy a D&D book. No, no, no. And not that's what time. I did. Oh, not for time. sure, for sure. Second ed, second ed hardcover books were like 20 bucks, dude. No, huh? they were not. They were the fucking, the main books, the player's handbook and the DMG were like 35. Yeah. Or, I'm or like 30. The expansion handbooks were like 20 bucks. I don't know about that. All right, so we're going to be talking about gaming and how we got into it. Apparently. <laughs> John, Apparently. what, what this, was your first game? This, this is a very, very special Christmas edition of Find 5 and Is it? System. Roll the d20 that told him pa-rum-pa-pum-pum right, right. So how did I get it? On the 12 I, w- I will give you Chris. I actually remember the moment I first touched a gaming anything. Thought you were going to yeah. say penis. Oh man, the so first I. time I touched a penis. <laughs> a penis or your penis? All penises. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> the first time I touched all penis. <laughs> That's right. Even yours. Oh, so um, alpha and the omega. My mom. This is awesome and terribly <laughs> embarrassing. Wait, wait, what? Is, like, is this about penis or is this about gaming? This is about gaming. <laughs> so, <laughs> first time I touched a penis. My mom. I don't know why. Okay, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know why, but my mom would always give me books on on like Valentine's Day. For some reason, I was like seven. She's it's, like, "You're my Valentine. Here's a book." I get, yeah, 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 something like that. Okay, I'm a little boy. My mom wants to give me a little. That's present. cool. But you were you, your your family was uh, at this time less than rich, right? Like so, like deeply impoverished. Yeah, exactly. But which yeah. I mean, um, books I think would probably be like the best present you could get. Like you, I, I personally like. I remember when my family was going through like some financial sure, difficulties sure. and whatever. Like I'd prefer books to a shitty toy any fucking day mm-hmm. of the week. Like, like if you're like gonna spend twenty dollars on a garbage toy, or you're gonna spend twenty dollars on like what four, five Two fucking books, yeah, yeah. novels, yep. you know, like or like t- kid novels. Fuck, give for me sure, the, for give sure, me for the sure. books. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. So my mom was was really down with getting me really cool toys. 
She knew that I was into G.I. Joe's. Okay. I got, I got I the Dreadnought Thunder G.I. Machine. My parents wouldn't let me play with G.I. Joe's. This is good. This is a good oh, Christmas episode. Shit. Fucking toys. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've a, my mom got me the Dreadnought Thunder Machine once for Christmas and oh, helped me shit. put it together. And there's, there's pictures of us, me as a little kid, putting all the pieces together on the floor. She knew that that, was, that that would keep me busy. I would set up my G.I. Joe's and dioramas. And yeah, no, I, I, I had that action figure thing. Jokes. I just didn't. Never G.I. Joe's. Not me, man. My parents would get me Legos, and uh, like they bought me once this like super big Lego spaceship thing and put it together. And I was like running around. <laughs> was it the one? Was it the one? My brother had it. Was it the one where it kind of was an Enterprise, and it sort of had um, like a thing that came out of it? I guess that was what the. You're fuck the only it? person I have ever met who actually could pick that out. I, I can't believe you fucking know this Lego set. Yeah, it had like <laughs> it had three it had three sections yeah, that yeah, would come it, apart. Like, it, the back bit was like the science station. Ah, but what the and fuck? Then, what did they what did they call them? Shuttle this was, shuttlecrafts. It kind of had a shuttlecraft yeah, that came out. It looked yeah, like yeah, a yeah. minivan sort of. And then the front of it had two like recessed bits. Yeah. In, in like like lower. Fucking whatever. Anyway, but I remember whatever. it kind of had. I dropped this thing after putting it together. It fucking smashed into a million pieces. My parents ran over, like, oh my god, John's gonna cry. And I was like, sweet, I get to put it back together. <laughs> <laughs> but All I right, remember so the, what I remember with that one is it had sort of those little skis so that it could. You yeah, could push yeah, it yeah. around on carpet and it wouldn't, like, catch. Yeah, that little thing was amazing. Yeah, I know. My, anyway, my... So, Valentine's Day. My mom gets me a bunch of books. I must Fuck, have been like. What the hell is that smell? <laughs> 10 or 11. That's you. Him. <laughs> John's making beef. Ten or eleven, and my mom gets me this book. <laughs> ten or eleven on that a scale is, of ten. Um, the smell factor. Steve Jackson and Ian Livingston's mm. fighting fantasy books. Tetra Dungeon. So th- she gets me. This is the first one I pick up. Is um, a monster of madness or something? They have or, those on PS. Creature now, right? of horror or something like that. So in the in the book, you you wake smell. up. Man, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> you, can, can, you, can we take a break here? <laughs> I could open a window. <laughs> it's, it's winter. It is so, winter. You play this monster. <laughs> what is it? Why is it still coming? Is it like slowly it was, creeping? It was one up? teeny little little toot. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad, dude. It's so fucking bad. Okay, Steve no, Jackson. No, no, no. It's okay. so awful. I can. I think I can still hear it. <laughs> You're in. Yes, it's gone past. You can hear the smell. Okay. No, no, no. Why, did, why did you shut the fucking window after that small period of time? Creature, because it's cold over here, man. <laughs> Creature of havoc. Okay, so you wake hey. up in this in this book, and you're you're like, you're. Hang on, wait, rewind. You wake up in a book. Well, the, like you, you know what finding fantasy books were like. You're always like you're a character in the yeah. book. You like go to pages. Sometimes you roll dice to like fight with things. They were choosing an adventure with dice. With dice, exactly. And so in this in this fucking book, you wake up and you you're like, what the fuck is going on? I don't understand anything. And then like you you like roam around this dungeon where you pick up potions that like reactivate your ability to communicate with the world. So like you have to get the potion to allow you to speak. If you get the potion to allow you to read, you have to get the potion or whatever. And you go out into this world. But as as far as I could tell, the book was actually broken in that you couldn't actually win the game. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. like like the the pages never quite synced up right. I don't know if it was a typing error or whatever. Or maybe it's just cuz I was fucking 11 and I sucked. But <laughs> I remember fucking sitting with this book for like hours and hours and hours writing down every page number that you could possibly go to in like a branching tree to try and get out of this fucking game and I couldn't, I couldn't do it years later I'm like 16 or 17 I took this book with me to summer camp and I was like I am going to fucking fix this with branching trees and fucking every possible option whatever could never beat the goddamn thing so <clears throat> this like extraordinary frustration 
somehow compelled me to buy many, many other fighting <laughs> fantasy books. This is so fucking garbage I, you can't I fucking win. hate it and I hate myself. Now I'm going to play Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> so, so like, right after that, I got into Dungeons & Dragons. And wait, wait, wait. If we're going to talk about fighting fantasy books, we yeah. have to talk about Death Trap Dungeon. Really? I just... But number, hang on. Number like, six. They're four-part gigantic... To leave... No, it's the first one. It's really just the best dungeon crawl. To tie this whole. into modern shit, though, <clears throat> just okay. really briefly... The Fighting Fantasy books, mm-hmm. I believe, I need to double check. The Fighting Fantasy books are re-released as like PlayStation portable minis. Are you shitting me? Yep. So like you can play through it on your PSP. Yep. That is fucking hot as shit. Yeah, I know. I, I yeah. saw one of them and I was like, I want to buy it. And Sarah was like, That looks stupid. I was like, Text-based adventures are never stupid. Almost makes me want to unhack my PSP. No. <laughs> but you can play it on the PS3 too, oh, right? Because yeah. they're minis, so they won't necessarily look as nice because they're not at all in HD. But right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I was like, there were like Steve Jackson, Ian Livingston, Fighting Fantasy, and I was like, <gasps> and yeah. Sarah was like, I'm dating an. I, I, yeah, I, I'm sure I had thirty of those. Like I played the fuck out of those books. Yeah. Thirty. I guarantee you that the bestseller is Death Trap Dungeon. That that one, number Death six, the, yeah. the sixth book. It's was really it the last? Just, or no, no, no way, no, no way. There was no, like there 60, like, right? Or 80. Yeah. Okay, but I remember... But I still remember, like, there was, like, a Death Trap dungeon. For some reason, there was, like, a... Did they spin anything off? Because, remember, I'm younger really, than you guys. I really think it's the best one of the series. I think it's the one that's the most beloved. I think if you talk about those Fighting Fantasy Because I think Death Trap Dungeon Death had Trap a release that was not Fighting Fantasy related. I think. Because, again, I'm, awesome. I'm younger than you guys, and I remember in, like, the Scholastic Book Orders or whatever the yeah. fuck, I think it was Death Trap Dungeon was released, like... If you enjoy fucking choose your own adventure shit, like take it to the next level. Yeah, 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 exactly. With Death Trap Dungeon, and they're like dice and whatever, and blah blah blah. And really? I don't, just like... I don't think there was even a fighting fantasy branding on them when they huh. when you got them. Weird. Oh, man, I must have bought that book three times. So myself, like, let's all it. go and buy that book for each I other. I might even. I haven't for each played other. those things in years. <laughs> for Keith Miss. Yeah. Everybody's getting Death Trap Dungeon. Yeah, if I can find copies of the holidays. Serious. <laughs> Well, wait, we need to coordinate this. Not all of us can fucking buy that for... Okay, so summer camp... No, no, we don't. My Everyone parents... needs to get it three times. <laughs> no, I have three copies of Death Trap. Oh, okay, I'm at summer camp. I'm on my way back. My parents decided to give me a little present for coming back from summer camp. Why the fuck not? They Good job. Me. You accomplished summer camp. They haven't seen me in like three weeks. So Here's a book. Were... Go up to your room. <laughs> they, they, they sent me... Here's a book that you can play with free by yourself for hours and hours. Poverty religion camp. Uh, but that was run by a bunch of nuns, and the camp was for like three weeks and cost a hundred dollars because we were too poor to fucking get rid of me for any other way. So, on the way back, they bought hmm. me a book that was like a fighting fantasy book. They were like, "John's gonna love this. It's fighting fantasy," and the thing was just a list of monsters. That's it. The whole book, fucking six hundred pages, just monsters from fighting fantasy books. And I started like reading it, expecting this thing to be like have a plot, like a like be a book, and it was not. It was just a list of monsters, and I was like, "What would I?" What possible fucking use would I have for this thing? And like I read through it, poured through it, whatever. And then I got back and I realized you could play a game like Fighting Fantasy books, but you don't have to have the book. You could just make up the story. And these are monsters I could use in the story that this I would is make up. Before you ever saw the book in your life? Yeah, or? yeah. I was Crazy. like 11 or something. And then um, I'm in elementary school in grade 5, and I went up to a bunch of my teachers and I was like, I want to I wanna like tell a story – and, and it's going to be like a game and people are going to kill monsters and stuff so can I make a poster and have sign-ups and then people will come and play in my game at lunch hour once a week instead of going outside for lunch hour and so I ran a, like a tabletop Death Trap Dungeon a Death Trap Dungeon style game for like eight people 
for for like six months or something in elementary school in grade six. This was my like birth of storytelling for John. Crazy. It's a big party. And I, yeah, it was huge. And like, I had no idea what I was doing. I completely fucked it up. I played favoritism for my friends in the game. <laughs> of course. I gave them all like super Whatever you items still do, John. Whatever. I fucking. Is it, it was Nip. Nip was pointing out, and he was just sort of like, hey, what's the main, uh, like, not to say it's favoritism because it doesn't like fuck around, but yeah. it was just like, <laughs> Nip was just sort of like, oh, that's crazy. A fucking major, uh, major figure in a John storytelling game is about a Keith character. I was like, oh, fuck off, dude. I was like, that's just because I make good characters and write backgrounds to characters and give John shit to work with. It's not favoritism. It's at pretty all. much just you gave me shit to work with. I honestly have But it was not... the same thing. It was the vampire game and it was the D&D game, and Nip tried to call me on it. The and I was like, game? I was. The, the vampire game, the Cromwell thing. I didn't play thing. favoritism with It's because you? you had a Malkavian character and I was a Malkavian, but I also fucking gave you like a 25-page background. We also you... shat on each other routinely yeah. in that game. Oh, yeah. But but nonetheless, I'm like, if I'm going to sit down and write a fucking 25-page fucking background character and then, oh, shit, there's storyline elements that are tied with my character. It's not like it's not like you being like, I'm playing favorites. Anyway, it's... whatever. So that was my introduction to, to gaming. Cool. Scott, what did you do? What did you do? Um, my mother and also... Wait, sorry. Um, what? Uh, no, no, no. Talk about my mother. He doesn't. He, he just fucking interrupts everything. No, but it's a follow-up to John. That so did book gaming and all that shit predate your computer gaming? Because I mean they're, they're kind of tied together. I think. Huh. I don't think so at all. No, 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 no. no. It, In it, terms of role-playing game, playing role-playing games, not sports games and shit. But like you're not going to pick up an not say you're not going to pick up an RPG. But if you're fucking book and tabletop gaming first, when you play a digital RPG, like, there's a there's a connection where you're like, I like this because of this. Only if it's a D&D RPG. Not even. I don't know. I don't think that's okay. that So, I, I would say John. that they were sort of... I think I think that book gaming predated computer gaming for me. Because okay. I remember the first computer I got, I was, like, 12, and it was right. an 8286, and I didn't even get any real... The first... D- oh, no, maybe not. The first D&D game I got on it was Eye of the Beholder... One, oh, like the quest, the actual Eye of the Beholder game, and it, and it was like, I think, I think, uh, you know what? I think that was after Fighting Fantasy for sure, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I was reading those things when I was really young. How old do you have to be in grade six? Grade six is twelve. Twelve, twelve years old. And I skipped a grade, so I was eleven when I was yeah, doing you're, my yeah, storytelling. Eleven turning twelve in grade six, so you might have been ten turning eleven even. Yeah, and then I got the computer after, and I got into like D and D. I also got into the Goldbox series really, really hard. But did you say if that, anybody like, being, here is old enough? Being, to being a big fucking fantasy nerd reading the books like led to you into the computer I don't know I, I was probably a nerd before I even got into the fighting fantasy books like cause I, I, I was like 7 or something when I read Dune and when I read oh, okay. like yeah. The Hobbit and whatever my parents had a crazy big library of like obscure fantasy shit crazy. Yeah. and I like I was reading that stuff very young very very young yeah that's awesome so Scott that's your mom a, yeah my mom less had, cool than John. tell us more about your mom <laughs> my mom's pretty hey, cool my mom's pretty me. cool she's a big sci-fi nerd so you have I, a tattoo because of your mom yeah, I have a comic book tattoo because of my mom. Mm-hmm. Of an owl on my leg. Ooh. That I got done by an ex-girlfriend. But after not, we not Erica. Up. From <laughs> that was not Erica. Last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Continuity, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my mother bought me from one of her friends who was trying to get rid of his stuff. Probably hold hold on, was... your mother bought you from one of her friends? <laughs> <laughs> this really explains a lot about your youth <laughs> and your relationship comma. with your I've parents. I've always wondered why Scott's mom was black and <laughs> doesn't look anything like him. <laughs> I'm going to buy me a white boy. <laughs> He's going to make so much money, he'll be a doctor. Keith, I'm from Keith, the South no I don't have an accent. White boy is an O-word? Doctors. <laughs> there was a comma in that sentence. My right, mother. Yeah. Okay. So one of my mother's friends... Um, I guess because he had a girlfriend, had to get rid of a bunch of his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> as you know, as you well know. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Scott needs to throw out things on a weekly basis. Marissa's just sort of like, it's Saturday, Scott. What are you throwing out today? And he's sometimes, like, <laughs> Sometimes I just buy stuff I don't even want so I can get rid of it. <laughs> um, she bought me uh, like 30 Hardy Boys books. Crazy. Uh-huh. And in that box he threw, of, of, of Hardy Boys books, he threw in a little box of a game called The Lords of Creation, which was basically a self-contained role-playing game that completely ripped off rifts. Cool. Ripped off rifts? Yep. What year was this, fact? Are you sure it wasn't pre-rifts? 86. <laughs> There's nothing pre-rifts. Rifts was like the 80s. It was very fucking... No, 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 but Palladium was still around before rifts. That's one... Whatever. I don't know, man. It, it was not a rift. Maybe you were playing proto-rifts. Maybe uh, you were playing what cool. was before rifts. Anyways, it was like a, a modern sci-fi travel around the universe. Different universes. Now you're fighting dragons. Yeah. Um, and I again, it was the same thing where I read through this book, going, yeah. "Wow, I just monsters, wow, character creation, wow, why is no one else into this?" Yeah, yeah. Why? Uh, and then, like, I, I did have a bunch of the Finding Fantasy books uh-huh. um, into those, but never did anything until my senior year of high school, where I picked up the Rifts Special Edition hardcover source book. Sure. Played that game once. Yep. In a twelve-hour uh, gaming session where we did Rift's character creation, yeah, played a session, which was ten hours, right? <laughs> played a session, um, one 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 GM, two players, uh, and of a course, bunch at, of, the, at the end of the session, you need to roll your insanity table to see which fucking insanity you picked up. In a this bunch session. of Colt forty fives. Yep, really. Yeah, got got really drunk, played this game. How old straight were you? Through. 16, 15, 15, 16. Oh, Colt forty five. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, drinking, drinking lots of malt liquor. Yep. Um, the other two people that we're parting with did not play. They just sat there trying to feed beer to the hamster. In my friend's apartment. Nice. Um, and then finished high school. Never role played again until I got to my second year of college, so where fun. someone karate kicked me into the science fiction fantasy club. Yeah. Hmm. And ended up. I think my next game might have been glacial. No shit. Next tabletop. When he says glacial, I, that that refers to the D D and D game that I played, that I ran. I think I played Vampire, which was yeah. live action. But the next tabletop game I think I played was was glacial. Crazy. Right, which I remember you asked me to draw a poster for. Yeah. And yeah. Then draw a poster for me, Scott. For Zort. Zort. <laughs> and then signed up for it. Which and, of course, and, and, like the six of us played Sage, for two years. Two years. That was a that was a, a big campaign. campaign. Uh, that that fucking played. That, that you had, you had started that game already. Yeah. And I was the last person to join a couple sessions in. And you were like, I already have all these characters. And I was like, can I play an evil character? And you were like, no. I'm like, But I'll be a, a team player evil character. And you, I th- you, I let think me, you let me play this evil character that was never detrimental to the plot, but always creepy as fuck. And powerfully self-interested. Like, yes. every opportunity you had to, like, gain over everyone else, you were like, yeah, well, why not? I think I think one of I the just, I'm, my favorite part of that character that you let me play was just I I was playing a, a cleric who was <clears> evil yeah. and I just remember healing everyone wrapping up them up with bandages changing their bandages putting their dirty bandages in a pouch <laughs> tying the pouch to my belt <laughs> keeping it and keeping it and it it wasn't evil per se just everyone else at the table was like what is he gonna do with my Why? blood? <laughs> What's so creepy? Why would that happen? One of the best scenes I have ever run in any D and D game 
ever was when that that like that party got split up, right? You remember you and Jaime went off to do like a side yeah. quest, and the other four players went off to somewhere else. And you guys like oh, were climbing up at the top of the mountain. Stuff here on ninety S seven. What? <laughs> I said we're delving into powerfully nerdy stuff here on ninety S seven. Yeah, it's Christmas. Come on, we, we can have a little <laughs> self-indulgent eggnog. Knock back an eggnog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys fell through the top of a mountain into a cave, and then there were just like fucking cockroaches all over the place, like hundreds of thousands of these things all over the place. And I was playing Nine Inch Nails's. Um, God, what was this song? Further down the spiral. Yeah, something, something from, from further, further down, down the spiral, spiral that had like this like scritchy bug kind of noise going on in the background. The, the, the follow-up? Where he wasn't on heroin? Yeah, it was the follow-up. And, 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 uh, and I had that song on repeat, so it was just like this droning noise going on the whole way through the session. And you guys just got like deeper and deeper, and the bugs got closer and closer. And like, you had to, like, they were all afraid of the light, so you'd like burn, you burned all the torches you had, and the bugs were getting closer. And you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, they're gonna fucking get us. We you take off your clothes, our magical items. and all your, like, your, your fucking spell books and shit, you burned everything to keep them away. It was so good. So good. That was a good game, and like yeah. a weird mix of players, too. Yeah. It was me and Hyman Mark. Kim, Stacy, Kim, Stacy, and Pat. This means a lot, Ganya. Yeah. People it means a lot to our, our listeners. <laughs> Whatever, it was a it weird. Means a lot to most people. of our listeners, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All seven. <laughs> Hi, Kim. Hi, How's it going, Mark? I mean, doesn't listen to this. Fuck. There's no way any of those people listen to this. <laughs> Stacy might. Okay, Stacey, Keith. Stacey what about you? Where'd you get uh, it again? Gaming, like, ah, oh, fuck. <clears throat> Gaming for me, um, younger than you guys, and also you're all both older siblings. I'm a younger sibling. True. I think the the fucking the core of gaming comes to me. I was talking to this John actually a little while ago. My desi- that time you went to Penn State. The time I went to Penn State and fucking diddled <laughs> some boys. Uh, that's a no word, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, comes from I think uh, a powerful, powerful desire to play make believe growing up, which I, I was talking well, about. Well, you still the, do. I was talking, yeah, like no, Jesus. exactly. I still do, but but even before gaming ever entered in, I played uh, boys. <laughs> I played an aim it. Fuck. I played game uh, gaming. I played make believe like a little too old. I yeah, think. Yeah. Where I was like when I was in grade seven. Like, this is the first year of high school. I would, like, secretly play make-believe still, like, without telling anyone all the time and just fucking imagine, like, I'm a robot cleaning up my fucking room. And that led into a um, drug addiction later on. But (coughs) I always had (laughs) a very strong sense of wanting to fucking play make-believes. And I think think the first thing was uh, a fighting fantasy rip-off that I got from the library where it was just like a D6 and a little adventure Crazy. where I had to play some orcs. Um, my first role-playing experience uh, was when I think one of the Final Fantasies on the Game Boy which were the Mystic Quest ones or whatever. Yeah, those were good. Oh, Mystic Quest was Super Nintendo. No, there were Final Fantasy... Legends and Final Fantasy Adventure. Final there Fantasy... Two, there were two it series. Was, yeah. It was one of those... It was Legends or Adventure whatever else like yeah. that. Which again, there's no fucking storyline to speak of in those fucking games, Legends. Right? Legends was the one with really no storyline. It's just like, there's a tower. You're four adventurers. Go. Yeah, get to the tower and fucking yeah. go. Yeah. And I, I thought that was kind of compelling. And then my brother needed an extra person to play in his Robotech game. Oh shit! My Robotech was yeah, exactly. the first Just RPG. Six so two of us first time played Palladium. Palladium system, yeah. yeah. But it was Oof. and remember there was a six six year gap between me and my brother. So I was probably if he was in high school, he was fifteen or sixteen. So I was either nine or ten. Crazy playing a Palladium game, which yeah. is pretty fucked up. 
and I there's a lot of stuff that I mean like as a as my like grown up gamer self like like for instance I would always 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 blow up my Veritech in Robotech uh-huh. like I would just be like why the fuck would I retreat it's a fucking game <laughs> like, I'm just gonna keep flying you have fucking 10 MD on your pilot's carpet Let's launch another attack then, shall we? <laughs> you know, and because it, it was just like, like I guess my the video gamer in me, because I video gamed first, right? Yeah, I got yeah. an NES uh, yeah. pretty early on. First games were like we were Mario. We're too poor and, for. No, I definitely, I definitely RPG gamed before. Again, I'm younger than you guys though. Like, yeah. no, but even like, then, like I played Dragon Warrior and I played yeah. Legend of the White Dragon, Legend of the White Lion, Legend of the Red Dragon, Legend of the Red Dragon on, on BBSs. On BBSs. Yeah. But I was, I was probably Iron Realms Elite. You remember that? I never shit? played a video game RPG though, right? Like I never played a video game RPG until Final Fantasy VII. Hmm. That was the first video game RPG I played. Like, oh, no, no, that's why I played Fantasy Star on the Genesis. I played it on the Master System, yeah. bitch. Yeah, I said I played Fantasy Star on the Genesis, and I yep. remember using graph paper to map out the maps. Yep, and stuff yep. like that. Yep. Um, but Dragon yeah, Warrior had a coordinates quest. Yeah, that sucked ass. It, that was to find Urgric's token step. to be able to wow. get his armor. Yeah, you no, had no, no. to count steps. The armor was the no counting Yeah, so um, yeah, played the Palladium system, Robotech, and was and was like super awkward, right? Because my my brother's friends were six years older than me, mm-hmm. and so I was like, I I you were the choo choo bear. I had the choo choo bear. <laughs> But <laughs> little Robotech sidekick. Little, but also, but I had a really like absurdly good luck with dice. Like, and I'm not even like, like, her, my brother let me win or whatever else like that. I, at, no, I just I rolled 19s and 20s like nobody's business. Because my brother, like, there was a certain point in time when I think I got to play because my brother only had three players and he wanted a fourth. Mm-hmm. And then when he had a fifth, he was like, "I'm just gonna fucking kill off my little brother." So <laughs> it was like. Making it like, and the female power armors all attack Keith, ha ha ha. Because he's fucking whatever. He's fifteen, killing his nine-year-old little brother. Like yeah, that's what you're, a shit. what you're gonna do. Right. And I would just like fucking twenty, 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 and like just roll it. And he'd be like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> like, so also by Robotech, it also had like the ace system, where it's like on so many kills you got X bonuses and whatever. So right. then it's like, I was like, I'm an ace because I fucking read the books yeah. cover to cover because it's what your nine-year-old self's going to do. Yeah, of course. Like, when your big brother likes something, you got to read all the books. Yeah, exactly. It was just sort of like, uh, I'm an ace now. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? I've fucking killed 20 people. <laughs> so I got like extra bonuses on top because Palladium just loves giving bonuses. Then I... I Never played one. Everyone knows what a glitter boy is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I'm gonna roll my randomly generated riffs character. I rolled hobo with a stick. I rolled glitter boy. <laughs> my my starting equipment is a stick <laughs> and a bindle. My starting <laughs> equipment is a glitter boy. <laughs> Welcome to Palladium, bitch. <laughs> I have fucking seven hundred missiles that do one d one hundred MD damage. Yes, my armor is so sparkly it doesn't take damage from lasers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, but that's it. It's MD. It's an MD. Armor, so it ignores SD damage. So, which yeah. most fucking weaponry in Rifts does SD Simply damage. Cannot hurt so, you just ignore it. <laughs> fucking asshole. I played a Rifts game briefly, uh, a little but bit. Huh? No, I didn't play Jaime's Rifts game. game no, but I played, it was my brother again, where my brother got the Robotech characters together and just threw them into Rifts, which was kind of fun. We just like flew through a portal in space and hit Rifts. That's kind of where I felt Rifts really like shined, was just 
crazy situation, crazy characters thrown into absolute and it was just, And it was and, fun. I ran a Rift game, and I was always intending. It only lasted like four or five sessions. Yeah. I was always intending on taking all of my characters and throwing them into a medieval world and having all their equipment turn into medieval equivalent medieval equivalents yep. of it. And That's it, awesome. It never got to the that. guns turn into fucking crossbows yeah, and, and their and armor like, changes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My um, there, there's none none of that retro action shit. But it was my brother got together. I think when he was maybe 19, and we had a couple of our buddies up at the cottage. So he was 19, I was I guess 13 or whatever. And he had picked up a couple of the Rifts books and just got the crew back together from the Robotech game and just, like, started off being like, we're going to play Robotech. I guess he had got the books in secret yeah. or some shit. And I was like, we're going to play Robotech. And we're up at the cottage. And we're like, yeah, fucking Robotech. We haven't played this in years. Well, you were like that because you were 13. Exactly. I was 13. <laughs> I, was, I probably punched someone in the balls and fucking... <laughs> I was two years away from a serious drug addiction. <laughs> but... You're, you're like the Jason Muse of this group. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, I remember it was, it was Nigel. S- there was a Nigel in that group. Think about that. Why isn't there still a Nigel? <laughs> I don't know. We, we lost track of Nigel. He was French, though. Oh. Which, is, which is why we lost track of him. But nonetheless, and he was just sort of like set it up, being so like... He was, he was Nigel? I don't even know what the fuck you'd call him in French, but I guess Nigel. But That's I think it was Nigel. Nigel. But either way, so we set it up really well. It busted out the Robotech books and everything else like that. And we're like, yeah, fuck, we all have our characters. Handed us all our character sheets that he had, like, my brother had fucking skillfully reprinted and probably drawn or photocopied. Who the fuck knows? And, like, sets it up. There's battle pods. There's fucking female power armors, which are the be-all, end-all in Robotech. I don't know if you played Robotech, but female female power armors are, like, basically the worst that you could fight. John? Female power armors, Robotech, the worst. Oh, just, just, just before I forget this. Nope. <clears throat> I was such a nerd. Nerd. Well, you I, were a nerd. Get the fuck off this I podcast. I wrote before even playing that first Rift game. I wrote and created an entire character class for a Rift's game. Wow. And my mom typed it out and printed it out at work. Oh, your mom loves that's, you. That's wonderful. <laughs> Anyway. I, st- I still have it. I have the photocopy stuck in that. As a character class, was it like... Can you scan that shit and get it on the site? That'd be fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Be like, that's a, risk that's a Fuck Monday post right there. <laughs> fuck Monday. You're doing it next week on December 26th. I'll have to I'll have to find it. I think it's still in my Rift source book. If it's not, it's in my Monday, binder. December 26th to find it. No, but I, want, I want you to imagine 12-year-old Scott going, Mom, can you take this to work and type it out? <clears throat> I remember I, I had that on my I had that also where I was like I remember there was a spreadsheet program or whatever else like that I was playing Robotech or some shit and it was like I put my character on a spreadsheet and was like I did it and then like didn't have a printer at home and was like dad print this and like made him go to work and print it like that's amazing <laughs> but yeah so <clears throat> Robotech fucking set it up like a Robotech thing and it was like a fucking wormhole opened up and we flew through, and then he, like, busted out the wrist books, and we were like, what is this? But it was kind of cool, because then the system just transfers over perfectly, so it was a bunch yeah, of, Ver- yeah, yeah, bunch of Veritech pilots fucking showed up in rifts, and yeah, it was great fun. So, that's kind of weird. I didn't... All of us got our geek on through... Fighting fans. Families. Huh. Basically. Like, yeah, your brother sure, brought you sure. into a game. My yep. mom bought a bunch of books that ended up... 
containing a, a full gaming system that I've yeah. never played, but I still have. And my mom got me my into mom got you a bunch of Final Fantasy. Fantasy. The thing is, too, is you and like I can't envision my parents role playing at all. Absolutely not. No, 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 absolutely not even. Fucking not. No. Yes. But I can't even envision like other than any anybody older than our generation. I can't even see would accept it. My dad's younger brother had a bunch of D and D books. I remember reading them going to visit him one time uh-huh. like from his college days uh-huh. so he was like a, an AD&D first ed second mm-hmm. ed player and sure. he had them like in a in his in his shitty computer room that was like milk carton crate bookcases yeah I, I remember he had a bunch of like adventures and stuff the fucked up part though sorry but is I didn't role play at all in high school I uh, only once my senior year me, it was the it was my my brother and whatever else like that. I think I played a Marvel superhero game, possibly again for my brother's books. With maybe with Mark, Mark Pilo. He's got a divot in his chest. He does have a divot in his chest. Hi, Mark. We know you listen. Sometimes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, Mark. Listen to this fucking episode because we call him out. I but was yeah. the complete fucking opposite. My uh, in I high did. school, I had like two best friends. One of them we played D&D with all the fucking time. I played D&D with the other guy all the fucking time. Do you I know played what? D&D all the way Do you know why school. I even know you guys? Because Mariana introduced us? Yeah, wrong. pretty much. And wrong. you thought I was lame as shit. Wrong and wrong. <laughs> the reason is is that Jeek and I were both... Um, His name's Edgar Parente. <laughs> Edgar Parente. <laughs> he hates that nickname. Oh, he hates it so much. But I knew him before he even had that fucking nickname. Because we were both in Leadership. I think it was no, no, not leadership. Leader, not leadership. It was peer counseling, which was in high school. You, when you got in trouble or whatever the fuck it was, you could go into peer counseling, which was you had a kid who was with you who would try to like sort your differences out, and you could get out of going to like real talking with one of the fucking counselors or whatever else like that. He tried to sort you out of your speed addiction. (laughs) No, this is before my speed addiction. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mom. Oh, um, I was going to recommend this to my mom to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> like, as a heartfelt tribute to moms, and mm-hmm. Keith goes and does a bunch of speed. Fucking <laughs> okay, whatever. Sorry, mom. Um, don't do it anymore. Uh, so. Can't tell by listening to these podcasts. <laughs> no, no, wait, guys. I want to talk about something else. I want to talk about. Okay. So we're talking about your bachelor party, but, couldn't we, Scott? <laughs> but we're going to talk a little bit more about the Sam and Max video game in just a second. <laughs> I never played the same. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> but anyway, no. So, Jeek and I, yeah. Edgar Parente, yes. and I were, and his older brother, actually. I think it was, I was in grade 7, he was in grade 9, his older brother was in grade 11. Okay. We were all, like, elected to be peer counselors <laughs> by our fucking teachers. You we were, were like, counseling people? Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I never did a single counseling. Amazing. But every year they had these, um... The peer counseling like retreats, okay, which, which was kind of cool because it was like a group of us, and I think there was gonna be two or three from each grade who went up to this fucking cottage or whatever else like that up north, and we learned like peer counseling techniques and all that shit. But which was kind of cool because you got some like one on one time with like grade eleven kids. I'm like, when you're a grade seven kid, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Big I deal. remember there's this one girl who I crushed on so fucking hard she uh-huh. was in like grade 10 or whatever else like yeah. that had like green hair and was like the, a girl that I would crush on even now. later in yeah. life yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it was just sort of like and the fact that we were talking and like hanging out I was like I'm gonna be a peer I'm count- the coolest motherfucker I'm be in the world for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> if it means hanging out with this girl a little sure. bit more and do you remember her name? 
last name was Sittig, I think. Maybe Harsh. You don't remember her name? I don't know. Crushed on her so hard. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if she was... Like, I, mean, I, would say I don't even know. You really don't remember the name of your crush from fucking... Fuck, she was so much older than I elementary school. I remember all of them. For oh, sure. whatever. Fuck you. You're better than me. I am. But... <laughs> As a man. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And it was me, and it was... Edgar. Edgar, and it was Francis, and someone else stayed up late, uh, like, fucking, like, a couple of us snuck into someone's fucking room up at this cottage Mm -hmm. to play Risk. Nice. And we were just, like, of course, we're just sort of like, we'll wait till everybody goes to sleep and play Risk, which also translates to, we'll wait till everybody go to sleep and then not go to sleep. Which also (laughs) translates to, we'll wait till everyone goes to sleep and start yelling at each other. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. But it was just sort of like, and I remember, I remember it was me and I think Edgar, Edgar might have gone back to bed, but like I was too nervous to go back to bed because it was fucking like 5am and there was like a 7am wake up call that I slept on a fucking hard as fuck floor because we were done risk and I was like, I don't want to get caught. I'm going to sleep here on the floor with a blanket. Wow. Yeah, it was super sad. But it was, so that <laughs> like. That's a really long story. It's tough. I'm really not clear what the point is or how but this no, connects to anything. But nonetheless, so. I had, like, this geeky interaction with Edgar. He was two years, two or three years older than me, two years older than me, whatever sure. else like that. Um, I subsequently went on to start skateboarding and get addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cleaned myself up off of drugs. <laughs> if, if you guys want to try and envision what Keith looked like when he was 16 and 17 years old, um, go back and watch any movie starring Seth Green. <laughs> <laughs> can't hardly wait. We basically can't hardly wait. Yeah, put some goggles and some spiked hair on him. Goggles. Baggy, baggy pants. Goggles. Baggy pants. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> can't hardly wait and idle hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah. what Keith looked like 10 years, 10, 15 years oh, ago. So much. No, we're, look at Keith right now, knock off like 30 50, pounds. 50 pounds, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm one seventy something now. I was like buck twenty five. Are you seriously one seventy? Yeah. I'm one seventy. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little more now. Maybe I don't weigh myself in a while. I'm, I, I got a bit of pudge, but maybe I'm one sixty. For a long time, I was one seventy. Um, maybe I'm one sixty five. Whatever. But I was seriously. Man, I haven't sniffed one seventy since high school. <laughs> but I'm I was. Sure, you have. How how much? <laughs> how much did <laughs> your wife what weigh? What is uh, what does Pac-Man weigh? <laughs> I'm sure you sniffed her once. Not, not, not close to one seventy. Exactly. Should we talk about less. your wife's weight? Uh, if you were going to suggest she's close to 170, I don't think you should, no. <laughs> but what was that girl that you fucked before, Pac-Man? But anyway, so. She wasn't 170. Because <laughs> she's a listener. No, probably. Um, I so yeah. she was heavier than me. Pac-Man? No. The one before. <laughs> mm. Which one? Oh, my God. There were a few there that came so anyway, pop, pop, pop. So, subsequently. Yeah. Um, never did a peer counseling session in my life. Right. Just kept going to these fucking lodges. Um, got addicted to drugs, got into skateboarding, fucking punk music, going to raves all the time. Mm-hmm. Pretty much forgot about anything... Gamey related. Gamey, geek related, barring video games. And... Uh, Sajep, like, I was like, oh, sci-fi fantasy. Like, I like sci-fi fantasy. I read mm-hmm. the books and whatever. Also, you just joined every single club in the 2C wing. That was only later. Yeah. This was when I was... <laughs> that too. Yeah, yeah. This was when I was only a member of uh, Skate, I think. I think it was the only part of the thing I was a member of was, was Skate Club hmm. at the time. And walked by and was like, ah, that looks like fun. That's kind of nerds. Eh, whatever. Just kind of bailed. But then 
at the time, Jeek was, um... Edgar. Whatever, his name is fucking Jeek. Okay, the reason is... is He hates it. He was a greasy Italian, so he was a Gino, but he was also a geek. So So when you put Gino and Geek together, you get Jeek. I saw him in the fucking pharmacy, like, two weeks ago, and I called him Jeek, and he answered to it, so it's his own fucking fault. (laughs) (laughs) Not lying, I was like, hey, Jeek! He was like, oh, fuck you, Keith. Fuck you calling me by my stupid nickname, you son of a bitch. <laughs> From fucking ten years ago. And, and, exactly. and in all fairness, it's 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 good to point out that Eddie was way too nice to stay friends with us. Yeah. Just such a generally nice guy. He was, he was a really good dude. <laughs> Nobody talks to him anymore. Yeah, he, well, he's... Because uh, he doesn't... He didn't want... He writes video games. Yeah, no, he writes video games. He's with this girl who is really serious about. She has a kid. He's basically like an interim dad. Like, oh, fucking, shit. Yeah, like, no, uh, Jaime. Well, Johnny has a real dad now, right? Yeah, but he also has a intern dad. Not really. Yeah, no, but nobody had, and he's doing very well. Really? But anyway. Oh, that's so sad. Was... I, I thought he would stay with that really bookwormish girl that he met at the supermarket. That time. That time. What he else? He did for years. So, yeah, if it wasn't for seeing Jeek slash Eddie, um, he, was a, he was the treasurer or whatever the fuck yep. he was. He was around a lot, yeah. Treasurer or librarian? He was an exec. Yeah. Uh, and I was just sort of like, you know what? I'm gonna walk into this fucking club because I know this guy, and I'm kind of into sci-fi and fantasy. Oh like, shit! Like if it was not for him, I would not have met either of you. Like I mean, like I subsequently became friends with Mariana and thought John was an asshole mm-hmm. and a fucking loser. But <laughs> pretty much <laughs> in college, <laughs> yeah. No, but dude, the the funniest. Yeah, no funny... one, no one joined that club. Willingly, I I got beaten up until I joined that club. Yeah, I, I, I got beaten up by nerds. I, w- I was I think so in, like like shy to go in there because I knew you guys were all like my people, and I was so shy. I walked back and forth in front of the door for like two straight weeks before oh, having God, the balls man. to actually walk inside. Like, Seriously, that's like, that's like the opposite story of me. Where I was like, I'm maybe too cool to walk into this club. Like, but, uh, no, but that's it. I was just sort of like, I'm like, these guys are way nerds, and then I just... of course it was like three months. After having walked in the door, where people are like, "John is the chosen one. He will become the fucking prez after Hooper." It really <laughs> didn't take that much time. Fair enough. The, my my favorite thing with me, me and John, whatever it was, because I became really good friends with Mariana. Yep. And then was like, I met John and was like, and Mariana was like, "So what do you think of my boyfriend?" <laughs> and I was like, "Were we going out already when when you met us?" Yeah. Dude, oh shit. The, the two of us. I met way late. Started dating those two girls. The two of us. It's it's John fun. and I. You and I. Yeah. We went to the leadership thing. Yeah. And it was Lauren, you, you and you I, and I was me and Mariana, Lauren, Mariana, and 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 Cobalt Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Who's now a man? Who is now a man? And if I, yep. No, no, she is now a he. It was it was definitely the five of us. And, yep. Yep. And we very quickly set our sights on these girls and sure it, it did. didn't take very long before the two of us were dating the two of them and that was that was like very early in the semester so yeah yeah the semester excuse me where they joined where, yeah. where they they got to college we had already been there for a little bit mm-hmm. yeah. you know prior so yeah, prior to me going out with Mariana Lauren was like I'm totally into you we have to go out whatever yeah, that's good times girls yep yep man why do we even talk about fucking the roots of our gaming for like fucking 45 minutes why would anybody want to listen to this shit I honestly um, don't think this this was that interesting it was fun for us but like 
hyper self indulgent. Like I don't know. I think it's at least it's about us. It's what? It's about us. I mean, yeah. people have listened to this. This is a Christmas time. special. I You're mean, supposed to listen to this, like, being, like, list- curled up with your family. And, and wearing, like, a big bathrobe, and there's, like, a dog in front of the fireplace, and you've got a big, and like, you're just sort of like, I had a, a tumbler of eggnog. When you're sitting there, and you're like, I had a terrible high school in Sejab experience, I'd like to listen to some stories about some people whose high school in Sejab experience didn't suck dick. Sejab was great. I, like... I, but that's it. When I met both of you... Would there be absolutely no way from our initial meetings to determine that we'd be like, let's start a website together and be best later. friends forever? <laughs> because it was like, no, met, true. met met John, and... You didn't like me at all. Didn't like you I at all. I thought you were like a fucking little bitch. Yeah, I was... I was this, yeah. Th- keep in mind when John and I met, I think with the same thing when you and I met. Well, I, I didn't have any I wore some baggy you, pants and some fucking were. goggles still. Yeah. And see, see that but, didn't, but, but bring, that didn't bring me so much because I was the guy who was wearing sports jerseys and and like baseball caps. So you were all, I, you were all you were already an odd man out in the yeah. Geek, I was not group. I was not the trencher. Like, yeah, like John was. Everybody. John showed up, put on his trench coat, and they were like, "It was that's like a nice fucking scene coat. from the skulls." Exactly, raised him upon a pedestal and was just sort of like, "He is the next in line." It's true, but it was me. It's, it's true. I, and I, and I, I, was, I can I even remember this guy. moment where I'm in the club. I had been there for like three weeks. Of course, by the club he means a narrow room that fucking smelled of bo and was like fucking super a little dark, maybe a flickering neon. Not, not like Fifty Cent. I'm in the club and I'm, no. Not oh that yeah, club. yeah, that's important. It's not. A, <laughs> it's not a Fifty yeah, Cent club. <laughs> it's like a nerdy fucking high science fiction club. and fantasy. Science club. fiction fantasy. Club. Exactly. So because it's just like that story. Like I'm in the club and Mark came up to me. Getting and, busy. <laughs> yeah. No. So uh, okay, I'm in. I'm in the club. It's fucking three weeks or something after I had joined the club. I had never seen a white wolf gaming book before I walked in. Actually, I did, and then I bought Menzo Branson instead of buying the vampire starting wow. book. I looked at the both of them. I was like, it's a book about vampires, or it's a book about the famous city of the Dark Elves. So I bought the Dark Elf city book. But it's funny, like, just you should say that, because that was my gap, right? Like, I, Tabletop Gap, went from uh, playing Robotech with my brother when I was 12 Dude, the, next, the next time I sat down with a tabletop game was possibly What's All This Then? Uh-huh. Like, which was our Victorian era vampire oh, yeah. romp. Like, I think that was the, the, the next time I sat down with a tabletop sit down. Crazy. That was, and that's like a huge gap. Anyway, one, one thing. So, I, mean, I, I want to finish this. Story. Okay, go. I started before. So, I'm in sci fi. We're like, I like. My first introduction to White Wolf books was the big ass library that we had at uh, at Sci Fi, and um, everybody's talking about Werewolf and the big Werewolf game that goes on on the weekends, and run by Kristen Tooley, Anthony Green. Yeah, yep. yeah. And, and um, Ian never played that game. Yeah, me neither. So, I, I played yeah. I played like three games in that game. I was not a regular player. In that either. I never played in it. But anyway, every, the werewolf was like the, the. I wasn't a big werewolf player until you and I ran a game, which Man. was fucking weird. Cause it was so good, and it fucking never worked. It's yeah, like the story of my life with I, LARPs. I, I run amazing though. LARPs that just don't work. They're too uh, good in concept. Our vampire game worked really well. Yeah. I have a weird question, and, and sure. this is going to be a little masturbatory. Little this bit, whole fucking. Little bit this, the last 40 this minutes. Thing is just, I'm masturbating everywhere right it's now. So Dick great. Ever. I hope everybody listens to this and is like, <laughs> I wish I was one of you three guys. <laughs> but. Whatever. This is like a window through the the news talk. This is also us talk. having twelve beers before starting oh, this particular podcast. We were at Grumpy's before we even got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's Christmas. I started off with shots before he even got to Grumpy's. <laughs> I woke up drunk. <laughs> 
I'm like, do we want to record another one? Because we're getting close to an hour. (laughs) Masturbatory. Finish up this. Masturbatory. Um, But the thing about this, though, is that from our various backgrounds in gamingdom, like, we've all three, I'm not saying develop, like, the reputations, because I think there's people who, like, hold the same reputation, but all three of us have, like, a reputation as role players. Like, we sat down when Jaime ran his fucking... You guys weren't there. When Jaime ran his um, his one-shot D&D game or whatever, and there was just a couple of us, and Veryl sat down, and he was just sort of like... He, like, pulled me aside and was like, I miss gaming with you guys. He's like, you guys play at another level. You guys fucking bring another thing to the game. You guys fucking whatever. And, I mean, it was a little bit... I was like, that's right. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Keep stroking it, John. Tell me more about how a role play is so amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but and but it's just sort of like, and I think that like certainly like you guys like are a big part of it. And I mean, like I don't, I'm saying you guys with a vast expanse to a couple other people that we game with. Uh, you know, it's so vast. There's like three or four other guys. Yeah. Um, but who just like if you guys didn't hold gaming to a regard, not necessarily a regard, like it's not that you hold it necessarily important, but you maybe take it. In serious in a different way like I certainly wouldn't have gotten back into it mm. cause like gaming was a geeky motherfucking thing that fucking fat dudes did in their mom's basements wearing beards and as the bearded fat dude <laughs> it's important for me to note out to note here that I'm the only one who's not gaming anymore fuck you but nonetheless but it's just sort of like like it's like I think that we tapped into like and now we're getting really masturbatory like we tapped into something about gaming that I think a lot of people a, a lot of gamers don't get to, and I think that a lot of people don't want to get to, but I think that more people would be into gaming. It's not complicated to understand why. Our time in Dawson sci-fi, like, we were in a culture that very much, like, respected good roleplay. Like, we were all about trying to push ourselves to do better roleplay. As opposed to big character sheets. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, people fucking laughed at everybody who tried to have the big character sheets. And furthermore, there was a period of time where, like, it was not hard to be in a different game, ten different games at the same time. Because the club had, like, the two-week rotation, you know, like, and in the club, every night there was one game. And if you were in all of them, you'd be in five different games one week, five different games the next week, and then that was, like, the cycle. And so you'd end up playing, like, a shitload of different, not just different styles of games, but different characters all at the same time. You'd mix it up back and forth. I remember with fucking Ian's vampire LARP, there was a period of time where I was in character as Tom the Rat every single day for fucking three straight weeks. And I remember, like, I'm at the end of it, I'm like, wow, I role-played with fucking Tom the Rat for, like, holy fuck, every day for the last <laughs> three weeks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's like a boot camp for role-play. I, well, I don't think there's a lot of environments in but the and world. I, and no, I think but, that, no I, actually, I actually will say that there... As someone who did a lot of team sports before that, yeah. it's a very similar experience. You were a team of people that expected... Each pushing each other. Yeah, that yeah. really expected a group effort into making this endeavor excellent. Yeah. And and the way that we talk about I it... I Chris Herman cry once. But, but like <laughs> the way Green that... touched my penis. Like, these, <laughs> these are all things that happen. Yeah, yeah, but the way that we talk about it is a lot of the way that, like sports jocks talk about their old sports teams sports teams yeah. and, and excellent moments and oh my god do you remember when you made that shot that pass yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. goal you that, showed that up thing and that won that thing yeah well it's like, like the same thing it's, it's very very similar it's the parallel there. well it's like what I think is the like the purest I suppose legacy is that um, 
maybe not the purest, but like in various times where people who are not us have been like, imagine if your character X showed up in this game. <laughs> and we're like, and you're like, you're fantasizing about that? Like, it could happen. I'm just a dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me a character sheet. I'll show up in your fucking game. Like, this isn't fucking magic that would happen. Like, it was the... the when the we cha- went to Ottawa. When we, when we went to Ottawa was a big deal. But also, yeah. the change in the game that ran, fucking people went to me, Nip, Ronan. We were all in the game, but they were just sort of like, imagine if the Puka Posse showed up. And we're like... Puka Posse are We could just fucking show up. Are our stupid characters. I'm like, we would ruin your game if we didn't show up. We would fuck it up pretty hard. I, or, I had someone once think I was Russian because I played a Russian character for so long. But that also happened at a party one time when you pretended to be Scottish and Wesley got on that. <laughs> Sorry, Wes. I know you listen. Where was it? It was, it was Ottawa or PAX or something. We were in a different city and, some, and we were uh, talking about the party that I, the like changeling... Uh, what do you call it there? Shadow, Shadow court. court. The Shadow Court party where we fucking made the walls glow and like Skittles. Yeah, somebody like came up to me and was like, "That was you." <laughs> oh shit, dude! Uh, like, there was it was the time we, I never it was met the time the guy we before. Sh- we time we showed up at Ottawa where also same thing when we were playing all the NPCs and like you fucking were playing uh, Strathcona and you were playing Strathcona. oh yeah Strathcona was playing with the NPCs yeah. Strathcona whatever else like that and. I can't remember what the fuck happened, but, like, serious shit happened in, like, combat rounds, and I just, like, stood up on the table, like, took three steps, kicked someone's drink, took three steps, kicked off some books, took three steps, hopped off the table, went out the room, and left. I'm like, <laughs> I'm a fucking neonate, what the fuck am I doing? Fucking Cardinal Strathcona, which, for your listener, is, like, a fucking level 90 character, and I'm a level 2. I'm just sort of, like, just threw down in combat rounds. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave. And everyone's like, why'd you leave? And I'm like, because I would die. <laughs> I just... I it was when we had the standing ovation. We went to the bar afterwards for the for the breakdown after the game or whatever else like that. Yeah. We're like, anyways, guys, we have a long ride back to Montreal. We're going to leave. And all these Ottawa gamers fucking stand up, fucking, like, give us a standing ovation and applause. And we're like, that's weird. They were fucking, super nice, though. Fucking I, nerds. I, fuck that. I, I, I really like those guys. They, like, that That's the one thing I love about role-playing. That It's just so... So varied. There's so many steps on that ladder. (laughs) John starts off with the fighting fantasy novels, and I spent like three years playing and then animating in a Bafo Sword D&D game out in the woods. Oh, yeah. Just. For me, it was also. To the point where you could be like. Improv branched into. I'm playing vampire. I'm playing. A mage. I'm playing a, ma- a a warrior with a padded sword. And I'm gonna hit some guy who's wearing a mask. And you can always look down on the people who are doing something nerdier. Yeah. I think that was what LARP LARP got into me because I was like, hey, it's coming off of drugs and whatever else like that. <laughs> There's a bunch of things where I was like, and doing competitive improv, and I was like, I can just fucking act. play pretendy time. It was that was who was me. I dramatic went improv plus debate team equals vampire. Vampire. Yep, it was sure. uh, Jimmy and Nip. Jimmy and Nip. Um, I was out drinking with them before Vampire Game because the Vampire Game is swimming with sharks. There's no way Nip should have been drinking. He must have been 14. <laughs> it's my true. I, I, remember, I remember meeting him at Brutopia and yeah. he fucking was amazing. He played a good fucking vampire. Well, Nip, and Nip and I are the... Um, the little kids? The little yeah. baby boy. No, exactly. Boy. We're, we should be friends with an entirely group of people than the people we're friends with. Yeah. Like, Except people that in, are in your age group are just unsufferable little young prats. Oh, Sorry, on. John Barrow. You judge so hard. I know you listen. 
guys are such fucking dicks. Are you talking about the Care Bears? Yes. Oh, do they know we call them the Care Bears? Of course they do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They were so no, the wait. problem. No, the problem was. Wait, the problem why are we was, doing this? What is this fucking? The real podcast? problem was, and we're I were to talk about, about like current events we're and just fun about, shit. We're and... just about done this podcast. The real problem was, if you guys were listening, is you weren't alcoholics or recovering drug addicts, and because you didn't <laughs> drink, you got labeled Care Bears because you cared about your sobriety and your futures. Also, you wanted to play hockey. And haven't they kind of pulled that off? I mean, isn't Chris Lyron like a Chemist. Amazing chemist. And yeah, yeah, that's. I think he's the only one. Aren't we like useless drugs? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we can still out role play all of them. <laughs> uh, Take that with your money. 90s seven. <laughs> You've been listening to the Nine to Five Entertainment System, Episode Seven. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. It's the Christmas Hi. in December. Oh. Fucking Jay on right. <laughs> Alright, we got two done. Really? This is a podcast? This is a fucking podcast, dude. <laughs> oh That's the weakest fucking... We're just sort of like, Hi, I'm Keith, this is John and Scott, and this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>